0: Can you be a Christian and not go to church? Well, in today's culture, church is kind of falling out of popularity with a lot of people. And a lot of people say things like, well, I hate organized religion, but I love God. Or uh, the church hurt me, so I don't go to church anymore. Or I don't need church, I worship by being out in nature. Or I don't need church, or there's no good churches around me. Or, I don't, you know, all the people in church are fake. Or, you know, there's a lot of excuses of why people don't go to church. But the question is are those excuses good enough to actually justify not trying a little harder to find a church that has uh, proper teaching and people who are actually Christians? Because a church that is full of true believers is not gonna hurt you and is not going to um, abuse you. So finding the right church is going to make the difference. So let's just talk about some reasons to go to church. And first let me say, welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. (laughs) I'm your host, Paula Adams, and I'm glad to be with you today. There have been many periods in time in my life when I was not uh, going to church on a regular basis, sometimes even for years at a time, I was what I would call a Lone Ranger Christian. I was still believing in God. I was still praying. I was still trusting God, but I was not actually a participating, attending church member. And there were different reasons for that, you know, and I, I know I'm not the only one, that this has happened to. But a couple of years ago, actually before COVID, um, I, I felt that God was convicting me and saying, I really need you to go back to church. And I mean, I really think, you know, go back to church. <laughs> God was telling me to go back to church. And so I, I kind of tried a couple churches and ended up at the church that I'm at now, which I really believe is where I'm supposed to be at this moment um, so is how has that been well it's been great it's it's really um reminded me of all the good things that can happen when you are part of a church body so let's kind of define some terms here um yes, a church is not a building a church is you know a a group of people that make up the body of Christ on earth. And so we are all part of the church, whether or not we are a church member of a church building or whatever. So I recognize that. So we'll just get that out of the way. But what I'm talking about is being a member of a local church where you participate in worship, you participate, You listen to the sermons and you um, give financially to the church in support of God's work. And you uh, make relationships with the other members and, and it becomes your church family. And, you know, this, this, hopefully you have one like that, but there are a lot of people out there that don't, and they think that's fine. They're like, I don't need that. It's, that's not me. I'm an introvert. Well, let me just tell you right now, introverts still need church. And I'm going to give you uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven reasons why you should be looking for a church, praying for God to to send you to a church where the word of God is faithfully preached with truth. And, um, not, you know, (laughs) any other way because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life and truth matters, not just the way to heaven, but you need the truth or you don't have the way and then you don't have the life. So as I've talked about in my other podcast, the only way you're going to know what is truth is to study the Bible. So being at a church is the best way to learn about the Bible, or learn what does the Bible say. And it, that is going to fall under the reason for education. But I want to start, I have a list. It's not really in any particular order. These are just the ideas that came to my mind when I started thinking about this topic. So I'm just going to go down this list. And the first thing I thought of, when I thought of reasons to go to church was accountability because as Christians, we are in a spiritual battle and it, you can read that in Ephesians chapter six and you will see that we are not just fighting against people on earth over our beliefs. There are literal spiritual forces against us. So when you are part of a church You have, um, you're part of an army that's in a battle. So it's better to be part of a group than it is to just be one guy out there. Because one guy is much easier to overcome than a whole, um, I forget the word, for a group of soldiers. But I think you get the idea. Um, Another verse that I want to mention about accountability is Hebrews 10, verses 24 through 25 which is the one that many people use to say is the proof that we need to go, go to church if we're Christians. And this is the verse that says, you know, don't fail. I didn't write the whole thing down, but, you know, keep, it says, don't stop meeting together like some some are doing. And it's saying, you know, it's important to come together as Christians. And some, you know, like I said, some people use that One verse, and they say, Oh, see, the Bible says you have to go to church. Well, that's just one verse. I think I'm going to be able to prove to you through all these other reasons why that one verse is true. And so, what are some of the things that we should do as Christians? Well, to be accountable, we need to be with other Christians, we need to spend time together, and we need to be honest with each other about our lives. So that's called confessing. So we should confess our weaknesses, our our failures, and we should ask our fellow believers to pray for us in those areas where we're struggling. Maybe we're having trouble, you know, with a a relationship, or maybe we're having trouble with some particular sin. And, you know, prayer is powerful. That's why we need to pray for each other, just like the Bible says, that we should help each other through prayer. But also, when we confess our sins, God is faithful to forgive our sins. So prayer is always important in church and outside of church. That's why prayer will be part of the worship service in a good church. There will be a lot of prayer. And there is a lot of prayer time in the church that I attend. And I really like that because to me, that shows that the pastors value and, and actually believe in prayer. They're not just up there um, giving a performance and you know for their own sense of pride. They truly are honoring God. And they prove that by how much time they devote to prayer. So when we're using church for accountability, it can help us um, not sin. Of course, I think this works better if the church is not too big, but if you do go to a big church, you you can still have accountability in small groups, so you can use that. I personally live in a small town, so, um, you know, my church is not that big, Um, so if you just go to the worship service and then you you know head out to the door, you're missing out on a large part. Of church life, and that is Sunday school and the other activities that are part of the church. Um, so I highly recommend that you stay for Sunday school. Find one that you like, that is uh, where you can actually learn and you can participate. You can study at home and you can talk about it when you're when you when you meet together. That's how you will grow in your faith. So I'm going to jump down to the bottom of my list where I talk about faith as related to the church. And one reason to go to church is that it's, it's the proof of our faith. When we say, um, I want Jesus to be my Lord and Savior and forgive my sins, there should be some changes in our lives. And one of those changes is how do we spend our time? And like we were talking about in Bible study this week, time is like money. And especially today, everyone is super busy and a lot of people don't think they have time to go to church. Well, I'm telling you now that is showing that you do not value God as highly as you should, because if you don't have. okay, I got cut off there. So anyway, um, how we spend our time shows the world. It's like a testimony to the world. The, and this is uh, number six on the list is going to church is part of our testimony. The, the unbelievers in our lives and the weaker Christians and our children and our other people, they're watching to see how we live our lives. And if we don't go to church, they're going to see that maybe God's not that important to us, you know. Um, of course, that's not the only thing that we should be doing. We should be demonstrating our love on a daily basis. We should be loving God and loving people in everything that we do. But one of the ways that we can show the world is we can say, Hey, I'm a member of this church and it's great. Why don't you come and visit? And, you know, you can, in that gives you someone somewhere to invite your unbelieving friends so they too can learn about god because if our faith is valuable if our if we love jesus we should want to share it and the culture tells us not to do that bible tells us to do it so we have to choose are we gonna are we gonna obey god or are we gonna obey the culture so I think one of the reasons people don't go to church is because they're putting the culture first or they don't invite their friends because they think that they're going to offend someone. You don't have to be offensive. You can invite your friend to church and say, hey, you know, I, I go to this great church and everyone's so nice. And why don't you come with me, you know, no pressure, no one's going to try to force you to join or anything like that. You know, you 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 can invite someone without offending them. If they say no, fine, you can still be their friend and just keep praying for them. Okay, so we've talked about how going to church is a testimony of our faith and it's a, it helps us to stay accountable. So what are some other things? Well, church is, is one of the most um, important ways that we worship God. So we come together with the other believers to honor and respect God and to show our gratitude and our love for him together as the body of Christ. And, you know, if some people have, you know, meet in their homes or whatever, some people might be meeting in a in a metal building or whatever. But if you're blessed and you're attending a church that has beautiful stained glass windows and an organ and all that, that really is nice. It's really nice. I mean, I love my church. It's just so beautiful in there when the sun shines through the stained glass windows while we're singing praises to God. You know, it's a really beautiful thing. And I'm not saying you have to do it that way, but coming together as a body, it it's a spiritual um, power. It's a spiritual worship. And I, I think that this is the example that God showed us in the Bible when the Israelites would meet together in synagogues. And they, and they would come together and they would worship God. I mean, worshiping as a group has always been the norm. Prayer, you know, being being alone and praying is fine, but there there's always been an expectation of group worship. Um, and what are some things that we do at church that you can't really do as a lone ranger Christian? Well, you can't really hear uh, the Bible preached in public if you don't show up. I mean, you can hear it on the radio, but it's just different. Um, you can't really partake, partake in the Lord's Supper or Communion, whatever you call it, where which is a very important thing in the Bible that Jesus says that we should do. We should we should take the bread and the wine as His body and His blood. And and then since I've returned to church this past you know few years ago, Communion has become really special to me. So. Going to church can be, you can think of it as a chore or you can think of it as something you get to do that is very special and helps you get closer to the God that you claim to believe is going to save you and give you eternal life. I mean, you know, this world is so superficial, all we care about is what's in it for me and and we want constant novelty, and if it's boring, we swipe it away, we click it away, we turn the channel, we, we walk away from the person we're talking to. We have to stop doing that. We have to go back to um, reverate, reverence of God, reverence of the sacred. And that is, you know, being in the church is one way that we can do that. We can honor the sacred. We can remember it. Also, we, the church is where people are baptized and often funerals are held in churches, which those are two important things that happen in the lives of our fellow believers. So we should all come together. And, you know, also um, fellowship is on my list. The fellowship of churches is is something that most people enjoy. Some people don't like that because they really don't like group activities or they would prefer to, you know, do something different. But fellowship can happen in all different ways. And if you you can find something in your church where you can fellowship with other believers and enjoy it, it doesn't you don't have to participate in every activity but spending time with your church family is important um the early church the acts church the disciples who came who lived they worked together they they had all things in common you know that was kind of like the the paradise of the of the christian time period it didn't last very long you know, persecution came and the church people were martyred and it's been, you know, it's been hard ever since. But this day and age, we have the freedom to meet together and we should definitely take advantage of that. I mean, our church has a lot of fun activities. We, we have activities for children. We have Bible study for all ages. We have Choir programs, um, the men do things like service work together, and the older people have their special things they do. So even a small church is going to have some kind of fellowship activities, and that's really important. And that is sort of related to, but a little different from education. Going to church is a is a the most uh, important way to learn what the Bible teaches. And that's what I mentioned earlier. So Bible study and other special, like during the week classes can supplement your sermon. You Yes. Read your Bible at home. Everyone should do that. And you can read, you know, other books about the Bible, but it's good to do that with fellow more mature believers, as long as they are doctrinally correct. So any class you attend, you're going to need to be, you know, kind of on your toes and make sure that the person is actually preaching from the Bible. And the only way to do that is to compare what they say to what the Bible says. So another reason to go to church is related to what I said earlier about church family is supporting each other. And this, I mean, specifically, um, most churches offer like uh, service. uh, I can't think of the word. They support their members who are having financial problems or if they're having like a sickness in the family, they might do send meals to the family. And of course, there's always a prayer list. And sometimes people help each other find jobs or um, other things. Babysitters. I rem- our church has a list of people who can who can help out with elder care. Another thing is um, our church will pick you up and bring you to church in, in the church van. Our church also will takes food to people who can't get out. So we have all these ministries. That's the word I was trying to think of, ministries. And these are ministries that support people in their daily lives, not just um, spiritual, but, you know, actual financial and um, things, other things like helping people get stuff fixed and things like that. So a good church is going to support its members And often supports the community. And that's the one thing I really like about the church that I attend. It's very community oriented. And um, like we, we support the community food bank. The the food bank itself is not actually a church ministry, but we let them use our driveway. And I think, I think the building might be our building. But either way, our church gathers food for that food bank. So our church is very involved in the community, even for people who are not members and even people who don't even believe in God benefit from the love that we feel for them. So I hope this has been, you know, I hope you can see that there are a lot of good reasons to be a church member and let me just address the the one thing that a lot of people don't like and that is the financial the financial expectations because most churches do you know expect church members to contribute financially to the church well guess what that's totally biblical that is totally biblical it, it, and it makes sense i mean why would you not Give your money to something that you believe is benefiting you. Do you, do you believe that God is real? Do you believe that um, preaching about God is important? Do you believe that um, having a building to go to and worship God is, is a good thing? Then you need to help support. You know, the church has a lot of expenses, Electricity and you know all those ministries and the pastor has to survive. His he has a family, so all of this stuff it costs money. You can't like James says, faith without works is dead. You can't just say, oh be be fed and be warm and you know have a good life and not you know support people financially. So. If you really are a believer, if you really believe that Jesus is God and that God is real and that you believe in them because they say, you know, Jesus died for your sins. And because of that, you have eternal life. And one day you're going to live with God in the kingdom forever. So in other words, if you truly believe the gospel, which it preaches, it teaches all of those things, then um, money has to take a second place. You know, you have to take money away as your God, and now you're worshiping God. And one way that you prove that God is important to you is that you give some, you sacrificially give some of your money to the church. But here's the awesome thing, and I hope you're paying attention. God always gives it back to you. You can trust him. You can give your money to the church, and God will not let you go hungry. You can trust God. You can give your money to the church, and things will work out. And I say that even even knowing that even right now, I'm kind of wondering, you know, how I'm going to pay my bills. But that's just my, that's just my fleshly anxiety. I know if I look back over the past, the, the time periods of my life when I gave the most money to church was when I was the most financially secure. I'm not, not that I was rich or anything, but is being rich my goal? No, that is not my goal. My goal is to, uh, be obedient to God's commandments. And I believe that supporting the work of the church is one of those commandments. And also the most important thing is faith. So if you have faith, you're not going to be afraid to give some of your money to the church. So thank you for listening to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. If you don't have a church, I hope that you will find one. If you don't find one, maybe you and some of your fellow Christians can start one. And until then, God bless you. Keep loving God and loving people. Take care.